This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Google devices are recording you. If you have Google Home or Google Nest, one of those devices in your house, mm. uh, or maybe you have both, it's likely that the smart assistance has been recording you. Uh, there are three simple ways to delete your voice history. There's a way to stop the devices from rec- recording you altogether. But they have been recording you, chances are. Is this a surprise? Uh, not to me. <laughs> it's just a confirmation. Uh-huh. Consumers across the U.S. were sent into a panic in 2019 when it was uncovered that both Google and Amazon give human contractors access to audio clips from their customers' Google Home and Amazon Echo devices. As part of our work to develop speech technology for more languages, we partner with language experts around the world <laughs> Spin it. who understand the nuances and accents of a specific language. That's according to David Manzi's product manager for Google Search. No, that's uh, good. Back in 2019, sure. They they had sure. that one typed up when they yeah, first they came did. up with the. <laughs> yes. They, if we ever get busted, uh, reach into this drawer and read this. Uh, now these language experts review and transcribe a small set of queries to help us better understand those languages. <laughs> what English? Like English? This is a critical part of the process of building speech technology and is necessary to create products like the Google Assistant. That's all. So don't worry about it. I mean, do you want your convenience or not? Yeah, right. Do you get frustrated when, when you That's ask it to do something and it doesn't understand you? Well, well, we well, got to listen in and, and record you right. to make it better, yo. <laughs> what else? What do you want? Well... What about when I talk to it? Can't you just record me then? Well, like, would I specifically speak to it? Do you have to talk? When I'm not talking directly to it, do you have to record me then? We're, ju- I, we're just trying I, to, Pat, mm-hmm. we're just trying to just figure trying out to per- how you it. talk naturally I in see. your daily life. Uh-huh. Okay. Don't hate. All right. <laughs> well, and besides, I mean, I don't care what they're doing because uh, I ain't doing nothing wrong. You're going to be pretty darn bored listening to my conversations in my house. I ain't doing nothing wrong. No, you're going to really? learn new words if you listen to me in my house, especially with my air conditioner and my flat tire lately. <laughs> hmm. It's been uh, fun. It's been a fun week. Has it? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, again, I'm going to say... When this is shared with the government and the government decides that you are doing something wrong, even though you don't think you are, uh, we're going to say, yeah, we, we told you that. We, we told you. Remember? Remember? And you said, I don't care. I ain't doing anything wrong. Think of, think, think of how they could splice together anything you say, <laughs> you know, and make it 
make it what do you see how they are going full bore on making january 6th into like the greatest crime against humanity to ever occur yep you don't think this government has that kind of uh, uh like you said connected connection to google mm-hmm. of course they do in these devices uh, yeah of course they do come on you're gonna get set up uh if you have previously opted in to google saving your audio or voice commands you can easily stop the devices from doing that now <laughs> i didn't opt in i know that that's for sure but i bet they're doing it anyway of course they are um so it will cause voice searching with google assistant to stop working until it's re-enabled oh geez wink, really jeez. So your device won't work right. Oh, I see. You, if you turn it it's off. It's all or nothing, huh? Yep. Apparently. Do you use that? Uh, I mean... I, well, I have the Google Nest, yeah. which... Does it have uh, the voice thing on it? I... I don't know. I don't... I don't talk to it. <laughs> you don't get home and go, it's all... What's up, Google <laughs> Nest? How was your day? <laughs> Very fine, thank you. Did you stay at 78 like I told you to no, all day long? No, uh, <laughs> no, I had the power company switching me. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I, I tried to stop it. <laughs> you went up to 82, did you? Uh, 88? Don't 97? hate me. It wasn't my choice. On a PC, you can access the feature by clicking on the settings bar in no. the top left corner of myactivity.google.com. Sure. From there, hit activity controls on the menu. Toggle audio recordings, and then you switch it on or off. Hmm. Hmm, okay. I want nothing listening to me because I know my, I know. Fo- my phone is, and that's plenty. Okay? I know. We're good. And we have both. We have the Google Nest, which supposedly has a microphone that listens to you. And we have uh, my wife bought a, uh, uh, you know, the Amazon thing. Which I don't want to say because it'll turn everybody's Amazon yeah. thing on. Yeah, yeah. And so when you say to it, Amazon thing, play, and then you, you, you know, you get your music. That's convenient, isn't it? I love that. Yeah. I love it. Because, I mean, think about this. Very I love it. practical sense. Let's say you're mm-hmm. washing dishes or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's yes! say you are. I, d- you, I do. Right? And your hands are wet and all this stuff. Yeah. And your phone's right there and you're like, oh. Oh, it would be so great to. And you do. Pick up my phone. You don't need to. Type in. YouTube, mm-hmm. Octoon Baby. Then you got to connect it to the Bluetooth thing. I see the convenience argument. It's awesome. I'm not falling into it, but I see it. Yeah. And then you've got this crap happening. You say Amazon thing, uh, play from Spotify my list. And it plays your list. It's I mean, fantastic. And then you say Spotify, it's, turn it up. Or Amazon thing, turn it up. And it goes up. Turn it down. goes down. Pause. You can pause. It's just so convenient. Yes, it is. It's the coolest technology, and I, I love the technology. I just don't want to be monitored and recorded at, uh, with everything I say. Right. I, and, and, of course, they're doing that. And I'll visit people that, that have this kind of setup, mm-hmm. and it's like, for a moment, I think, man, that is really convenient. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. And I've got to, like, slap myself in the face. No. <laughs> no, Keith. Because I don't want it in my home. Yeah, I know. We resisted it for a long time, and then it's, all of a sudden, she just bought one. Right, oh, and no. there it is. Well, I'm like, what? Isn't it amazing the things that that we had no concept of mm-hmm. just a few years ago? Now it's like we have to have, or it's such a big part of our lives. Yes, and they invent yes. this stuff, and we fall in love. Man, 
Man, no kidding. Jerks. Because it is great technology. It's great technology. The cell phones that we did without just find the first part of our lives. I, I didn't have a cell phone when I was growing up. I didn't need one. If something really incredible happened, I had a payphone I could call. Uh, you know, I could call on a payphone and get somebody to come help me if I absolutely had to. Well, you had to find a quarter. Oh, there too. was a a phone and a and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and the iPads. I can't. I, I walk around with my iPad every minute of every day, and I, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I didn't have an iPad. And it was fine. I I didn't know any better. Why are we so just attached to these things now where you just can't do without it? I just can't. Yeah. And and what stinks is then when it doesn't work, we get so frustrated. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, uh, why want to connect to Wi-Fi? I want to watch the game. Yes. (laughs) It's just like, bro, you didn't even have this option a few years ago. Yep. Uh, We're spoiled Americans, aren't we? So spoiled, <laughs> and and I like being spoiled, and uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to be inconvenienced. Uh, I was just talking to a guy, uh, and I had said some point in the conversation. I know I know how bad this is going to sound before it starts, so please bear with me. I hate going to pick out cheese at Walmart because there's just too many selections of shredded cheese. I stand there at this mm-hmm. wall, and it's like there's like a hundred things. Which one does she want? And so later in the conversation, he was talking about living in uh, uh, Ghana. And how you have to drive miles to get eggs from a farmer, and then you have to drive another few miles to get milk from another guy, and, and it really put into perspective my whole bitching and moaning about kinda. which kind of cheese am I supposed to go home with? Ah, but this is America. This is what's First made us so problem. great, right? Mm-hmm. We, we this is this is this is built on the legacy of the heroes that came before us. They have built this nation to what it is, to where we have these. These 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 luxuries, yeah. These uh, incredible conveniences, creature comforts, right? Yep. And I hope we don't lose it. I hope so too. Oh, n- nice graphic, Rob. Keith's white people problems. I appreciate that very much. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's nice to have them. Mm-hmm. Tell you that. <laughs> nice to have them. Just don't become slaves to the technology, right? Exactly. In the convenience. Uh. Uh, the FBI has seized a fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set from <laughs> an alleged riot leader. This is one of the January 6th uh, guys. The yeah. Insurrectionists. Yeah. Uh, Robert Morse came prepared for violence and then repeatedly led the violent mob attacking prosecutors wrote. Uh, the FBI is building its case against an alleged leader of the January 6th Capitol riot. One Lego brick at a time. Investigators <laughs> seized a fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set from Robert Morse, 27, along with a notebook containing instructions on how to create a hometown militia. <clears throat> <laughs> what? The suspect allegedly led rioters in one of the most intense intense and prolonged clashes against law enforcement officials trying to contain throngs of rioters. Morse was wearing tactical gear and a MAGA hat as he led other President uh, Donald Trump supporters who were trying to breach the Capitol's lower west terrace. 
at one point ripping a riot shield from a Metropolitan Police Department officer. Prosecutors alleged in court. He ripped it from him. Mm -hmm. He took a shield. Yeah. The Pennsylvania man came prepared for violence and then repeatedly led the violent mob attacking. Prosecutors wrote, what? Morse, Morse's militia to-do list included preparations like <laughs> Hold on, militia, ambush. Militia to-do list? Yeah, he had a militia to-do list, I what? guess. And it included preparations like ambush, battle drills. <laughs> no. Yeah. No! The suspect, who remains behind <laughs> bars, also wrote down reminders to bring assault rifle and four uh, magazines. Nah, this sounds like if, if you were going to set somebody up, you would break into their home and make like a notebook and be like, all right, bring assault. Wait, wait it, it said assault rifle? That's what his list said? No. Yeah, bring assault rifle. He's not the one that wrote that. His yeah. former army ranger? Mm -hmm. Bullcrap. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, it'll come out that he didn't write that. So, so did, did but he, he get, had a he had the capital uh, Lego set put together. Does he get to play with the Legos while he's behind bars waiting for trial? I don't think so. I don't think oh, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. So is to do the list the, ambush the <laughs> uh -uh, no, no way? It's a bullcrap. Unless the guy's you know a mental patient or something, right? To do uh, bring his old rifle. And uh, ambush, ambush, ambush. Not ambush people. No. Ambush police. This not is... ambush, and just ambush. Oh, there's this is no, nope. I'm not believing this. Sorry. Is it legal to put together a Lego capital building set? No, that's not, not if illegal. you're a grown man. Okay, that actually should be illegal. All right. We're also seeking information. Apparently, <laughs> suspects from the FBI. Uh, the, yeah, these are some. These are some dangerous people yeah. here. Assault on federal officers and violence <laughs> at the United States Capitol. We're looking for these people. If you see them, please Wait. call the FBI immediately. Wait, little Lego Frankenstein was there? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> what so in great. The Guy with a top hat? You'd think he would stand out. You'd know better than that. You'd think. Uh, yeah, because there's no reason to wear a top hat no. in this day and age. So if you see a guy wearing one... Arrest him. That should be a red flag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're also uh, seeking some of these uh, dangerous felons uh, from the uh, Lego 6 Plus Capital Invasion set. Oh! Oh, no! <laughs> so, you that get, guy. so it's for kids <laughs> six, and, 6 and over. It's the Capital Invasion set. Wow, I got And you get got that. the guy with the horns yes. on, on his head that... He's my favorite character, so uh, he's going into. The yeah, set the for problem sure. is when you get the little the little packs that you buy, the random packs. Mm -hmm. He's in every one. I like how uh, the guy uh, on the box is holding a Trump "Keep America Great" sign, <laughs> and somebody's got uh, at least a semi-automatic yeah. weapon in the background there. Uh, oh, uh, look, Via Getty uh, hauling the uh, podium off right there in the middle. <laughs> Good stuff. That's great. Good stuff. And we got an update to this uh, this story from the Babylon Bee. Babylon Bee is reporting the FBI released disturbing new details today regarding alleged January 6th writer Robert Morse, who had a fully constructed Lego Capitol building in mm. his home. Mm -hmm. Agents say Morse was also building several Lego Harry Potter sets, leading authorities to believe he was 
planning a similar attack on Hogwarts Castle. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the suspect had several completed Lego Harry Potter building sets and was about 80% of the way through building the advanced level Lego Harry Potter Castle. Oh, boy. According to FBI Bureau Chief Warren Alvarez. Oh, boy. We feel we caught him just in the nick of time before things turn violent once more. You know, and you're dealing with children here, too. I mean, these are just children at, at Hogwarts. Yeah, that's good. Well, they got magic, so it kind of evens out. Alvarez said a review of Morse's online social media accounts show him to be a staunch supporter of Lord Voldemort, <laughs> believing that Albus Dumbledore was fraudulently elected as the leader of Hogwarts. Oh, no. Yeah. So this guy... This guy is a Voldemort fan, uh -huh. and he doesn't like... The... He doesn't like Dumbledore. Uh, documents <laughs> found on his computer show that Morse was planning a violent protest at the school on July 31st, <laughs> Harry Potter's birthday. Oh, wow, okay. This is a huge win for law enforcement, said Alvarez. The FBI is proud of our work taking dangerous Lego-building criminals off the streets. Also, now I don't have to buy my kid a birthday present, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, because he'll just use this. Yeah. I guess a little civil asset forfeiture there, too. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. he's, uh, he's taking control of the uh, Harry Potter yeah. set. My takeaway is that Harry Potter's birthday mm -hmm. is July 31st. I'm going to write that down, and my kids will be so impressed with me when I bring that up. In related news, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said President Biden is renewing his calls for common sense Lego control, calling for universal background checks for oh. all Lego pur purchases. As well as closing the toy show loophole. <laughs> yeah, is that's a, bad. Is there a toy show loophole? You don't have to have the background check at the toy show. Let's put uh, it this way: it got they got to close that. Yeah, and what that is the the toy show loophole is that you can go to these toy shows, mm -hmm. but you have to bring your own batteries. Okay. So, like, if one of the vendors like gives you a battery to put into the toy yeah. to make it go, mm -hmm. that's trouble. We must work vigilantly to keep these dangerous Lego weapons of war off our streets, Saki said. She's right, of course, about that. She's right. So, good stuff. Good stuff, Babylon. Uh, <laughs> toy, toy show loophole. Uh, that's funny. That's business. a good band name right there. All right, let me tell you about uh, keeps.com. If... Uh, if you're ready to do something now about your receding hairline or bald spot and, you know, you're embarrassed by it, you're uncomfortable with it, whatever the case may be, you know, it, when it's the first thing you see in the mirror, it's definitely time. Um, keeps. Go to keeps.com slash pad. Keeps has more uh, five-star reviews than any competitor. And hundreds of thousands of guys trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. Keeps offers doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair treatment. And because they're the generic versions, you pay about half the cost. Best of all, though, you, you can do everything online. You don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It all just comes right to you at your home. You don't even have to leave your couch. It's really awesome. Best of all... Uh, you just answer a few easy questions, snap a couple of pictures of your hair, and post those. And then a licensed doctor reviews your information and recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped directly to your door. If you have any questions along the way, you can uh, message your Keeps doctor 24-7 and track your progress with Keeps progress tracking tools. 
We'll get you started, too, with a uh, great discount. Go to keepscom slash Pat. Get 50% off your first order. 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Keeps.com slash Pat. That's keeps.com slash Pat. Capitol Police announced uh, establishment of field offices. Oh, boy. In California and Florida to investigate threats against Congress. That's what we need. More federal bureaucracy spread throughout the land. Well, yeah, because of the greatest threat we face in life today. Hmm? Uh, White supremacy. Wait a minute. Yeah. I thought it was climate change. Well, they're tied. Oh. They're tied for the greatest threat. Or it's Thursday. Yeah, one or the other. Tomorrow will be climate change. Uh, The U.S. Capitol Police establishing field offices in California and Florida to investigate threats against lawmakers, uh, they announced on on Tuesday. The agency's move to establish a larger national presence comes in the wake of, yes, the worst event in (laughs) mankind's history. The worst, man. January 6th. Mm -hmm. The most frightening loss of life in humankind imagination you can't even imagine what happened on january 6th you can't <laughs> it's beyond imagination what happened on january 6th the babylon b said that uh aoc is donating her coffin that she was put in on january 6th <laughs> uh-huh and she wasn't even in the building isn't it a fun she wasn't world? in the building <laughs> of course she was surrounded by uh by pipe bombs Right, there were two, and those were at. Uh, and they weren't at her building. RNC headquarters and DNC headquarters. Yeah, they weren't even at her building. The USCP said in a statement that establishing the offices is part of a broader security plan to improve its security measures following the riot when hundreds of people stormed the Capitol building. The USCP has enhanced our staffing within our Dignitary Protection Division. I love their Dignitary Protection Division as well as co- uh, coordinated for enhanced security and members of Congress outside of the National Capital Region. Yeah, I'd say California and Florida are outside of the National Capital You think region. so? I think so, yeah. The department is also in the process of opening regional field offices in California and Florida with additional regions in the near future to investigate oh, good. threats. Good. Where's their Idaho division? Hmm? Why aren't they in Pocatello? You don't know what kind of... What about the mean streets of Helena, Montana, where people are plotting all manner of things right now, no doubt. No doubt. Definitely. Uh, All right. If you want to ignore that, that's fine. But (laughs) I think you should have some people there. According to the agency, the USCP has been working with federal law enforcement agents to track down suspects involved in the riot, arresting more than 500 people so far. How many have been charged with insurrection? Just out of curiosity. Oh, that's right. None. Why do they keep calling it an insurrection then when no one is charged with an insurrection? No one's charged with treason, being a traitor, none of that stuff. You're familiar with the U.S. Constitution, yes? Mm -hmm. Well, in there, I think it's probably buried somewhere deep within the good and plenty clause is the trespassing uh, 
trespassing equals death clause. Uh, okay. So if you trespass right. in America, mm -hmm. you're subject to uh, highest sort of punishment. Let's not forget, they broke some windows. Well, they did break some windows. Yeah, but... Stu will remind us, okay, there were people who were clubbing police over the head with uh, flagpoles. That's not good. And that is really awful. Mm -hmm. It really is. However, no police officers died. Well, of uh, that, anyway. A police officer did have two strokes uh, later on and, and did die, but it had nothing to do with what happened to him at the Capitol building. And the coroner said so. So, uh, you know, you can't make this into something. Well, they, except they, they're trying their best to, to make it into something that it wasn't. Yep. And uh, it wasn't good. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's condoning it. Uh, I really wish that, because these, for the most part, these are people who know better. And I think they just got caught up in the moment. Plus, they were pushed along by some Antifa people, uh, and and they got carried away. And so they should pay the price if they if they were doing things like beating police officers over the head with poles, they should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. But for the most the most part, what happened was a riot at the at the uh, Capitol building, and they broke some windows and they entered some places they weren't supposed to. That's what they did. I mean, there was one and a half million dollars worth of damage, which is not nothing. But it's also not the biggest uh, disaster in world history, which is what it's being made out to be. You know, they first of all, they said there's one and a half million dollars worth of uh, damage to the building. That was from the management people at the Capitol. And then they tried to tell us it was 30 million. <laughs> and it was like... Well, no, you already said it was one and a half million. So don't don't try that on us. It was again part of their effort to make this into something it wasn't. So And they are gonna ride this train for oh, as long it, as they can. Look, they just commemorated the anniversary the six month anniversary of it. I can't, I can't Let's take see it. what day of the week, January sixth, twenty twenty two falls in. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good Thursday. Uh, Thursday, uh, won't that be great? It'll yeah. be the one-year anniversary, and yeah. can you imagine? The oh, the Capitol's going to be the weeping and the howling and the gnashing of Pat, teeth. They have already ordered the black drapery to you hang know out they have. front. Of course, they have the gigantic mm -hmm. thing going to be hanging off the side of the Capitol. The sackcloth and ashes. That, yes, and CNN's going to going to border their their day in, in black around the edges. I guarantee you. Oh, write this yeah. down. January 6, 2022. CNN will have a whole special thing that will be on their banner all day long. Commemoration of the one-year anniversary. The one-year commemoration of January 6th. Okay, when, when one person was killed and that person was a Trump supporter? Is that what you're commemorating? Really? So it's like the Ashley Babbitt Day? Is that what you're saying? Because that isn't what they're saying. They don't even care. They don't give a rat's ass I guess about Ashley Babbitt. They don't yeah. care about her in the least. I think there is a shirt available now um, that like has her face on it and has her name on it. Oh, and, and somebody was selling it, yeah, right? Something. And then the left is just and losing pissed. their mind. Yeah. And then somebody said, gosh, I wish I had this in front of me. There's just too many. Uh, somebody said, 
Okay, now let me tell you about that Che Guevara shirt you're wearing. <laughs> let me tell you about that guy. That's so great. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Or the Mao. I mean, some of them even wear Mao t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about that guy. And 60 million dead. He is the biggest mass murderer in world history. And people will wear him on their shirt. Or have his uh, stupid face on a Christmas decoration. Oh. As they did in the Obama White House. Yes. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. In a minute, we got to tell you about... Um, UNICEF's top education officer in Brazil, they've launched an attack on homeschooling. Of course. Don't think this isn't coming here, because it will. Opposing a proposed law that would recognize home education as a legal option for Brazilian parents. It's not even legal in Brazil. Wow. Homeschooling is flourishing, though, in the absence of national regulation. However, in 2018, Brazil's Supreme Court stated that while homeschooling was a constitutionally acceptable practice... A federal law recognizing it was needed. They haven't had that yet. Families who homeschool in Brazil have been working to obtain legal recognition for 25 years. Mm. Wow. Italo Dutra, UNICEF's top education officer in Brazil, recently released a statement calling homeschooling <laughs> what? a risk uh-huh. to children's rights. Uh-huh. Mm. Homeschooling, he says... Threatens to, quote, harm, threatens harm to children and adolescents because the school is fundamental to guaranteeing the right to learning, socialization, and a plurality of ideas, Uh in addition to being an essential space for the protection of girls and boys against violence, unquote. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But you're right. That's coming here. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> and we've got a video coming up that'll Jeez. show you why you will want to homeschool your kids in this country. Ugh. Yeah, the socialization thing, uh, I don't want yeah. them to have the right to that. That in the argument's weak, man. Very weak. <laughs> this is Pat Gray Unleashed. I am Patrick of Helena, son of Joseph. Some people call me the space cowboy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Some call me the doctor of love. Hmm? Some people uh, call me Maurice. I don't know where that comes from, but uh, I, I speak of the pompous of love. You know, people talk about me, baby. They, they say I'm, I'm doing you wrong. Doing you wrong. But you don't have to worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Because uh, I'm I'm right here, hmm. right here, right here at home. So, by the way, you're the gangster of love, not the doctor of love. I'd like to point out, that's a really good point. That's, re- that's want, a really good point. I mean, don't I just mixed up my songs? Yeah, I mean, you're you're street I, I mixed cred. in a little doctor of love from Kiss there yeah. with uh, the Joker I, I from Steve Miller. Didn't want you to lose yeah, your street gangster, cred. Yeah, the gangster of love. <laughs> That's way better than Doctor of Love. Are you a picker and a grinner? <laughs> and a, yeah, and a midnight. Is it a good lover and sinner? Actually, I don't know now. Playing my music in the yeah. sun. Yeah, picker, kind of grinner, thing. lover, sinner. Mm-hmm. Playing music in the sun. Yeah. Joker, smoker, midnight toker. Now I want to go listen to Steve I Miller. Am, Shame I am on you. not a midnight toker, <laughs> nor a smoker. Not do that at 420. <laughs> uh, all right, we got some tweets here. Big oil fish and chips. Okay. Now that I've introduced myself. <laughs> For about <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes. Uh, big Oil Fish and Chips uh, tweets, 
Well, the exponential number of new words being created every day. <clears throat> we need something to help us understand the new English language. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, the pickled squirrel tweets, uh, we got rid of the Amazon device, I'm going to say, in the house after the youngest ordered a pool, a stuffed animal, and chocolate off of Amazon. Ordered <laughs> a pool. That's an awesome kid. That's I mean, not for me to have. Amazon device, uh, send me a pool. Yeah, for me to hear the story, it's awesome. <laughs> I would not want to deal with that return. That's fantastic. <laughs> Sir Nasty tweets, I bet if the FBI does a thorough sweep of the Lego Capitol building, they could find a, a little Lego bombs and finally close the case on that one, too. Yeah, let's get on that. <laughs> Postponed procrastination tweets, uh, time to cancel Costco with no regard for safety. They're out there pushing high-capacity Lego sets into the market. Yeah. yeah. You don't even need an ID to yeah, buy wow. these Lego sets. Wow. No three-day waiting period? No, no. Like even like a kid. Like, it's e- like, like Barack Obama might say, Man. It's easier for a kid to go in and buy <laughs> a box of Legos <laughs> than to get a book <laughs> in the library. Shut up. Uh, that was one of the most ridiculous statements. Easier to buy a gun. It is to get a book. Now, shut up. <laughs> oh, jeez. Rowdy introvert tweets, if the Lego Capital set was utilized in the planning and execution of the 06 riots, can the Lego company be held accountable for the insurrection? It's time we hold toy manufacturers accountable. Yeah, we can sue toy manufacturers, I'm pretty sure. We'll look into it. We're going to look into that today. Yeah, yeah. I think that toy show mm. loophole is something that really has to go. <laughs> That'll be the first on the list. Uh, we got to get into this Italo Dutra story. UNICEFs. So this is a UN situation, and uh, this great. tells you this tells you everything you need to know about the UN. Their top education officer in Brazil released a statement calling homeschooling a risk to children's rights. Said homeschooling uh, it threatens to harm children and adults. Or adolescents, I'm sorry. Uh, children and adolescents because the school is f- fundamental to guaranteeing the right to learning, socialization, and a plurality of ideas. Oh, let me tell you about some of the socialization <laughs> that you can get in these school systems because it's terrific. Yeah. It, it really is. Tell us about this awesome education setup. I, I will. You know, we homeschooled for 23 years. And people would always ask, what about the socialization? And I'd always say the same thing. Exactly. 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 I don't want my kids. What to... about the socialization? Right. Have you seen <laughs> these these classrooms? It's my main. It was my main thing. It's like Lord of the Flies in there, man. Yeah. I don't need my kids subjected to that. You're making my point. Yep. <laughs> like there's no other place where a child can encounter another child. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you live in this vast wasteland where you don't go anywhere or do anything, and your kids just grow up to be these weird, isolated little alien types. Yeah, it's strange, you know? Yeah. Like, my neighborhood, there are no kids in it. Like, literally, None. it's just it's yeah. just my kids and, and a bunch of retirees. I bet at church there's no kids there In fact, either, yeah, right? that's accurate as well. There's yeah. no kids at the church. We go to an church. all-adult church. Right, right. In <laughs> kids fact, aren't allowed. In fact, I won't go to a church that, that where the median age is less than no, 80. Because I don't want them interacting with my mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. I want them to be weird little automatons. That's yeah. what I want them to and be. No, no play dates. Mm-hmm. Nothing right. like that. No. 
No homeschool no, co-ops or anything like that. No. Nope. Keep those kids under my thumb. <laughs> and, you know, we had to we had to get them involved in homeschooling sports because in the states that they were growing up in, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't allowed for them to go to, you know, public school and u- utilize this the extracurricular activities we were paying for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And believe me, I tried many times in many different states see, and it was always the same nope sorry you can't do well, it well see you're a nicer parent than me because yeah. i do not want my kids like we've just discussed interacting with other kids in fact right. they play on uh old men softball teams just so i can <laughs> wow, keep really? them separated from little leaguers <laughs> their age mm-hmm. so like when they're eight and nine they're playing with like 60 year old guys yeah they're ringers the, they're yeah. ringers quite okay. frankly cool mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. uh so Here's an example of some of the socialization they're missing out on. Students as young as the fifth grade will have access to condoms in Chicago elementary schools when they reopen in late March. That's exactly what I'm looking for right there. That's the kind of socialization I want for my children. Children as young as fifth grade. So they're 10, maybe 11, and they're getting condoms. Because we want them to have safe sex, right? When they're 10 and 11. No, they're going to have sex anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. We talk about defeatist parenting. Yeah. Well, they're going to do it anyway, no matter what you say. Talk about bad parenting. Wow. Uh, the Chicago public school policy states that schools teaching fifth grade and up must maintain a condom availability program as part of an expanded vision of sexual health education. <sighs> Adding that more than 600 CPS schools will end up having them, except for a dozen that enroll only younger grades. What? Why not? Why not start them at, at, I don't know, first grade? Why wouldn't you? Just to make sure they understand it, you know, and, and they're ready to have safe sex when they're in second and third grade. Um, <laughs> so hold on a second. Hold on. I'm just, I'm just sitting here as you're reading this thinking, wasn't it Jocelyn Elder's Circa 1993, Bill Clinton, wasn't she going to be the uh, Surgeon General or something? And she suggested that kindergartners learn how to put condoms on bananas or something. Ah, that sounds vaguely familiar. And now we're just now we're just giving it to them. Yeah. At, at what fifth grade now? Yeah, and the parents don't really have any. You don't have any say in it. Young people have the right to accurate and clear information to make healthy decisions, <laughs> said Kenneth Fox, CPS health officer and a pediatrician of 30 years. And they need access to resources to protect their health and the health of others as they act on those decisions. Ah, man. Uh, schools want to make condoms available to students for if and when they think they need them. Oh, when God. you don't have those protections and oh. don't make those resources available, then bad stuff happens to young people. Yeah, you have elevated risks of sexually transmitted infections of unintended pregnancies, and that's very preventable stuff. Yeah, don't have sex. See, yeah, this is the mindset that we're keeping our kids from by keeping them out of public schools. Ugh, man, this is why we homeschool them. Well, that and Carrie regularly shakes down our kids for their lunch money. But okay. I'm saying you mm-hmm. don't want your kids exposed to this kind of thinking at all. Yeah, it's just crazy, absolutely madness. crazy. Then we got this video from inside a public school classroom. Do we know? Where I couldn't find out where this was, no. But no. during June's Pride Month, I i mean, were there kids in school during June Pride Month? Yeah, everything's all screwed up around Maybe. the country, you know. Uh, so here's what they were able to enjoy during Pride Month. Some people in my class are teaching us about 
Pride Month. So we've got a lot of art up here dedicated to Pride Month starting here in June. Oh, good. And we have a calendar oh, no. telling us about everything that's happening each day. Oh, no. Wonderful. No, 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 Exciting. no. Vroom Vroom Art. It's been that for a while. Vroom Vroom Art. Look to the left. Look at this. Orchid's paw with a zero. What is that? What is that? Can you, Rob, can you get a still shot on that calendar? Oh my gosh. Pat, did you see some of the stuff that they're learning each day? It's like... It important like stuff. Poly. Yeah, it's important stuff. What was that Keith. stuff, man? Let's, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get the still shot. Let's see. Let's see. Um, we got. Maybe it's a little bit further than this. Uh, no, that's right no, here. No, it is right. We got here. poly, okay. asexual, bigender, gender fluid. It's all the stuff that. So Tuesday is. Mm -hmm. I can't read Monday there, but Tuesday's gay, demi, agender, demi boy. Wednesday you got gender fluid. We just found out what demisexual is. Did we? Uh, yesterday. I already on, forgot. Uh, on Glenn show. Oh yeah. What is it? In. It's uh, you only have sex if you have. If your name committed, is Demi? Committed, yeah, with Demi Moore. <laughs> um, you only have... You that's only Tuesday. Have, you only have sex if you're really committed to the person. I think. I think that's what it is. Uh, okay, sure. And I, but I don't think it no, I don't think it matters what sex they are. Sexual attraction when you're emotionally attached. Emotionally attached. Oh, okay. Thank you. Got it. No, this yeah. is ridiculous. I knew it was something like that. Thank you, Rob. Thursday, bisexual, mm. asexual, bigender, intergender. Friday, poly... Polyamorous, trigender, yes. Tri, wait, trigender? But look at this. I've never heard of that. I don't know if this is recess, uh -huh. but there's X's on Monday, Thursday, and Friday. I don't know if this is just kind of like study hall. You know, uh, go over what you learned with with your neighbor there, mm -hmm. or or what the deal is. But that is some spooky stuff. Maybe right that's there. well. Those are the days you try out your condom. Try out the con condom. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. So, and again, I say, I, who knew hell would be climate control? Uh, it's it, this is absolute madness. Socialization, yeah. Uh, thank you. That's what we're trying to avoid. <laughs> I'm gonna right keep there. them at home. Wow, that is just nuts. Please, please find out. <clears throat> what's going on at your school if you don't already know i hope you already know and, and knowing this audience you mostly do but if you are just kind of becoming aware of this or, or maybe your children are just getting that to that age make sure that you understand what's being taught at your local public schools because and, and, it might be something you're radically opposed to and, I just, and what is that age you know when they're quote getting to that age i mean there are well i mean predators if you're old, in first grade you need to know what the that's what i'm saying like yeah. like it doesn't matter the age doesn't of your matter. kids there are predators seeking them out in all forms on all levels and all arenas at whatever age you can never let your guard down yep we lived in utah uh, when we first started uh considering homeschool because my oldest went to school He's in first grade. So we sent him to first grade. And day one, he comes back with this story about one of his friends telling him about peeking through his brother's uh, window. I guess the outside window that his brother had. And he was in there with his girlfriend and uh, got this description of everything that was going on with, with this kid's brother and his girlfriend. Like, okay, I mean, I'm not oh my. ready for this. Oh my. And so we had been, I had, uh, we knew this this family at church that homeschooled, and I'd kind of never really been aware of it before. And they had six kids, and I'm like, "Geez, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that?" <laughs> Little did you know. Little did I know. <laughs> Little did I know. And at first, uh, I said, 
to to Jackie, do, do, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should consider that. Yeah, if you want to come home and do that, you do that. Well, then we <laughs> shortly thereafter awesome. moved to Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, oh, no. And things got even more real. I bet. They got even more real. And she just started, st- and there were several people in our church that, that homeschooled in Baltimore with good reason. And she just started studying them and seeing what happened in the way their kids act compared to others. Mm-hmm. And that's when she said, nope, we're going to do it. And she just did it. And uh, Best decision you ever best made. Best decision by far mm-hmm. we ever made. Um, and we made some crappy decisions along the way even then. Because when our, our two oldest, when they got to high school age, they wanted to be involved with extracurricular activities. And I thought, okay, well, they've, they've got that foundation now. Let's, let's go ahead and send them to school. It wouldn't do that again. And we didn't do that again. So, because we had to undo everything my daughter heard at school. I mean, she got indoctrinated. You invest so much time and energy and money into your kids' education and well-being mm-hmm. and set them on the straight path. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take much to no. start unraveling that. It- and, no, and, it sure doesn't. And you have to go back over that ground. Uh, so you've just wasted all that time, energy, and money. Uh, and it does cost, even if you're sending them to public school, it costs a lot of money. Because yeah. you've got to pay for all kinds of, you know, their extracurricular activities. She was on a dance team. You had to pay for everything. I mean, it was I think the best a lot. argument, the pe- best case you can make to somebody who's kind of on the fence is... Okay, who's going to be more invested in your child's success than you? You or a teacher? Because honestly, mm-hmm. your kid is a number. Your kid allows federal dollars to that flow into your argument. school yeah. district. That's all they are. And and these teachers are so... They don't want to do this. For the most part. I, I'm sure there's some great no, some teachers great, listening right now that, that the yeah. teaching kids is their passion. But as a general rule, in my experience, your kid is a number. And they are punching that clock and moving on to the next period or the next semester or what have you. So, uh, you, you only yeah. you have your child's best interest at heart far and away more than anyone else. That's for sure. And not everybody can do it. You know, you just can't. Um, it's not for everybody. So if you can't, you just find a good alternative. Maybe a charter school. Uh, there are homeschooling options that take some of the pressure and sometimes all of the pressure off of you, you can get into co-ops where people get together and and teach each other's kids on certain days of the week. I mean, there's a lot of great resources. Yeah, and one of the things we do is we teach the kids the basics, you know, English and history and geography and Mm -hmm. dare I say math, but I mean, that's a struggle, right? But we have this Mm -hmm. outlet where they learn photography and ballet and and dance and acting and And more, more creative type stuff that they do uh, play in a band, right? Yeah. So anyhow, so those options are available. It's not easy. It's not. It's not. But it's worth it. I think it is. I really do. And, you know, some people are worried about uh, college. Okay, how do they get into college after that? That's not really a problem. I mean, there's many colleges now. Have you seen any of these campus reform videos? Yeah. Okay. Your kid gets in there and takes a placement exam they're going to mm. be all right compared to what they are allowing into these schools. For sure. All right, 888 Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Much more coming up. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. 888 
Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Swankthink tweets, homeschooling should be illegal. It's important for a child's indoctrinate, I, I mean socialization, <laughs> that they be enrolled in government schools. Good point, yeah. Galt Shrug, my homeschooled kids have been playing with Legos lately. Should I be worried? Oh, uh-oh. Insurrectionists, you're raising uh, insurrectionists. It's a warning sign. God, guns, and coffee. We had church, co-op, choir, football, 4-H, prom, and so much socialization. I barely had time to sleep That's when we truth. were home. When we homeschooled. That is the truth. It's amazing how well they do too when they do finally, if they decide to go to co- go to college, and um, you know how well scholastically they do, how well socially they do. Uh, you know, and now they've got that foundation where they can stand up to all the things that are thrown at them. You know, when they're six and seven, what chance do they have? Al Gore's artificial insanity. A 10-year-old can't go to the doctor alone if they're sick, but let's entrust them to make sexual health decisions for themselves. Yeah. Uh, Gen X dude, looking at the school's Pride Month calendar, makes one kind of remember with a certain fondness of the simpler times when it was just climate change month and meatless Mondays. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We long for the days of just discussing climate change indoctrination. <sighs> yeah, but look, don't worry about it. Don't worry about your children. I, they're in good hands. Are they? Yeah, public schools and with uh, all kinds of media. Just leave them on Twitter to do what they want. Uh, mm. Don't even check. Don't even check. Don't even like. I shouldn't have a conversation with them no. about what. There's nothing lurking out there for they're learning or being taught or. What are you? Some sort of phobophobia? Is that what you are? I'm afraid of being mm. afraid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is that what you are? That's an FDR line, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, helicopter parenting might be a good idea these days. Yeah. You know? Uh, Check this out. This gay choir group. Uh, This is what I've been saying. Mm. Uh, It's kind of the goal, the bigger... Wider goal. Oh no! What? They're just coming right out and saying it and singing about it. Here's what? the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir delivering a message, a musical message, uh, to those anybody who is not on board with their agenda. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's mm-hmm. still work to be done. Okay. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. I have a message. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. No, you think not that will corrupt your Pause kids. it for a second. If our... I'm so tired of the frightened thing, mm-hmm. the phobia thing, the homophobia. Who is afraid of homosexuals? No one. No one. It's a concern. You know, you might have some concerns. Uh, I'm sure most of us don't anymore. We're not concerned at all. But you might have a little concern after this song. Oh, no. Oh, wait. After this song? Yeah. I might have some concerns. You might have some concerns. Oh, no. Where's this going? Uh, Not to a good place. Corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Huh. Funny. Just this once. You're correct. Oh, Oh, wait. What? Oh. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit. Quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep him from disco. <laughs> Warn about San Francisco. Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. 
will make them tolerant and fair. At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you'd have a problem with that. Just like you worried, they'll change their group of friends. You won't approve of where they go at night to protest. Oh, and you'll be disgusted when they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight. Like information, guess what? You'll still be alright. We'll convert your children, yes, we will. One and all, there's really no escaping it Cause even grandma likes RuPaul And the world's getting kinder Gen Z's gayer than grinder Is it? Learn to love, Pause it for a second face your And the world's getting kinder? <laughs> okay, alright, let's see the rest of this mm. will convert your children Someone's gotta teach them not to hate. Oh, no. We're coming for oh, them. Who do you think you are? Unreal. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. We're coming for them. Your children will care about fairness and justice for others. Uh huh. Enough. I I mean, isn't that adorable? <laughs> it's all cute and tongue-in-cheek, right? No. No, this is their agenda. They really do want to convert your children. They're really not going to be happy until everybody is converted to their way of thinking and, and maybe even their way of, of acting, living life. I mean, the goal has never been tolerance. They achieved that a long time ago. Now, what they seek is total and complete capitulation. Nothing short of that will uh, will please them. We tolerate, accept, embrace, promote, and even become. That's what they want. It's unacceptable to hold any point of view that's different from theirs. If your point of view doesn't exactly line up with theirs, then you're a hater you're wrong, you're not fair, you uh, are despicable. If you still have a religious conviction that's based on, on biblical scripture, well, uh, they're, they're going to convert your children. Then we'll see how you feel. Uh, this is amazing. How would it be if the shoe was on the other foot, if that's a straight choir singing about how we're going to convert all the homosexuals to being heterosexuals? Uh, what kind of response would they have to that? <laughs> I mean, it is. Do you remember the gay activist? There was some sort of, I don't know, LGBTQQIA2 plus uh, conference. And this gay activist, this was before uh, gay marriage was legal. And she kind of broke from the crowd and said what her militant and others, militant's agenda really, really was. 
I, um, I mean, I agree. It's a no-brainer that, uh, that we should have the right to marry. But mm. uh, I also not. think equally that it's a no-brainer that the institution of marriage should not exist. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> okay. And they love that, it. Yeah. So. Uh, that causes my brain some trouble. Mm. Uh, and, um, and part of it, why it causes me trouble is because uh, fighting for gay marriage generally involves lying mm -hmm. about what we're going to do with marriage when we get there. Huh. You know, because we lie that the institution of marriage is not going to change. Huh. And that is a lie. The institution of marriage is going to change, and it should change. Um, and again, I, I don't think it should exist. Um, and um, mm -hmm. I don't like uh, taking part in, in creating fictions about, about my life. That's sort of not what I had in mind when I came out 30 years ago. You know, Good for you. Um, I have three kids who have um, five parents, more or less. Three uh, kids who have And I don't see why uh, parents, they shouldn't right? have five parents legally. Right. I sure. don't see why we why? should choose two of those parents and make them into a sanctioned couple. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there was the, the little truthfulness uh, coming from the more militant wing of, uh, of, of the group of LGBTQ people who were, who were gathered there. And I'm sure she was not supposed to say that. Uh, I'm sure others were like, that's for your inside voice only. And, and now this gay choir, they, they've come so far, though. It, what do they have to lose? Seriously. I they, mean, they control society now. Why not sing about converting our children? Isn't there a guy down the hall that, that does a show, and he's always <laughs> saying how the left will take their masks off? You bet. And he's, he's exactly right on that. And they've been taking their, their masks off. Mm -hmm. The Marxists, the socialists, uh, the people with agendas like this in the LGBT community... Uh, they are taking off the mask. So uh, take them at their word. It, it really is what they're trying to do. And they can do it tongue-in-cheek. Tongue and, well, we all we meant was we're going to make them tolerant and loving. That's all we really meant. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, not buying what it. What a fun time, right? It is a very fun time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, speaking of fun times, uh, the Teletubbies are... <laughs> What? Yeah, the Teletubby. I haven't mentioned the word Teletubby for probably 20 years. Uh, apparently, it's about time the Teletubbies get vaccinated. Oh, yay. They got vaxxed. You mean they're still around, the Teletubbies? I guess so. I guess they're still on TV. Uh, they haven't had a new episode since 2001, so they're just regurgitating the oh, same stuff. Oh, wow. But they're still fairly popular, and now they're coming to you with their Teletubby vaccination card it's a covid19 vaccination tubby card <laughs> isn't that adorable let the indoctrination train keep rolling yep yeah there it is what? beautiful was, wait wonderful. a minute is that tinky winky is that was he also in that video we just played <laughs> no oh that's a, okay no yeah it's a different person different no, yeah. that would have been funny that though, actually <laughs> would have been good so, well, because there was a big deal back then right, remember? yeah it was that, tinky that, winky that, gay or yeah, whatever that was my whole thing there yeah so um, a lot of people are crying foul. Oh, look at this. Oh, we're going through them here. We had Tinky Winky. Now we got, uh, is that Dipsy? Oh, that's cute. Who else got their little Vax card? Lala. <laughs> and uh, what's the last one's name? Uh, uh, what do we got there? Oh, wait. Oh, like, oh then Poe. Yeah, so Lala, Rob noticed that Lala got a double dose of the Johnson & Johnson, which... Uh, oh, which you're not supposed to do. Right? <laughs> what a... Dumb Teletubby you are. <laughs> wow. A lot of people. Now, here's what was upsetting uh, Jen 
uh, ZY9er, I have no idea. Some, some uh, group of people online were saying these guys are imposters because their VAX cards say uh, they were born in 2003. Oh. And they were really uh, born in 1997. Right, long before that. They, they yeah. weren't upset the fact that uh, we're, we're pushing vaccination through children's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> characters. Trying to propagandize yeah. our, our kids. No, no. Yeah. These guys are imposters. The Teletubbies came around in 1997, not 2003. <laughs> Anyhow, good times. Here's something else to be afraid of. Uh, fears arise that Lambda... COVID-19 variant <laughs> right? from Peru uh-huh. may be resistant to vaccines. So the alpha variant mm-hmm. wasn't scary enough. No. Beta, delta, they would have been pushing that. Ooh, the delta. They were. They had high hopes on the delta variant. And now I guess we're not sufficiently frightened, so now they're bringing out the lambda variant from Peru. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you weren't <clears throat> scared enough... About Delta, here comes Lambda. And after that, I don't know, <laughs> Theta maybe? What's coming after that? I just... But it's but all of this fear and concern is definitely genuine. Yes, Pat? Oh, yeah. Like, it's... De- you don't have to fake this stuff. No. Cut no. and paste their hmm? fear and... Wait. What are, you, what are you talking about, cut and paste their uh, fear? Apparently on Twitter, there's been uh, some kind of story that has been... Uh, Cut and pasted a million times. A million times. Uh, this from CDM. Yeah, it doesn't matter who this is from because this is everywhere. Everyone's got the same story verbatim on Twitter. It's from CDM. It's from Stateiverse. It's from uh, <laughs> Andrew Parker. Yeah. It's from Danny. It's from Jed. It's from everybody. Oh, it's from Jed too. And it says, <laughs> "This is disgusting. Makes me makes uh, and." No, I'm sorry. This is disgusting. Masks and social distancing should be in place till minimum Christmas time at the earliest. Yeah, that's what minimum means. Mm -hmm. Um, The government are clueless. The Delta variant should be taken seriously, (laughs) and we should go into a national lockdown to prevent it spreading. And then that's been repeated by all these people. And that's just a few examples there. Interesting. Uh, Isn't that interesting? Huh. So somebody put this in a bot and just send it out, probably? I, I, I don't know. I mean, these might be genuine accounts. Who knows? But then that's not the only message that they're sending out No, there's mass. another Twitter me- message. Uh, this one from Change UK. Oh, Jude picked this one up. Okay. Scott Dykes. Uh, oh, Scott Dykes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Poo Doctor of Monero and Alex, to name but a few. Did you say Poo Doctor? Poo, comma, oh. Doctor of Monero. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This is Jude's copy and paste I'm, okay. I'm quoting here. Uh, my brother has just tested positive for COVID, the Delta variant. He's been double jabbed. How on earth can Johnson go ahead with relaxing the rules on the 19th of July? Uh-huh. It's madness. Uh-huh. Boris yeah. Johnson is yeah. talking about that. Boris Johnson says Britain. that, yeah, on July 19th, we're going to relax the rules. But uh... <laughs> now, how can he go ahead with that? Right. When his brother's been double jabbed and he's still... Uh, positive but you're COVID. probably spot on. It's probably a bot from another country yes. that wants to cripple the economy of Britain, in this case, or whatever Western country, that you're back on lockdowns in, in panic mode. I like this, too, because it's also been uh, copied and pasted to Facebook. Okay. So not just Twitter, it's also spread to Facebook. 
my brother has just tested positive for COVID, the Delta variant. He's been double jazzed. That sounds familiar. How on earth can Johnson go ahead with relaxing the rules on the 19th? It's Come madness. On. Come on, Boris. Exactly the same. A lot of brothers with the Delta variant in them right now. With exactly the same story, word word for word. And when you get tested huh. now, if you test positive, does it say Delta variant or does it just say COVID positive? Yeah, it just says COVID positive. So then how the heck do they even know that it's I, the... I, I don't know. Stop. I don't know. Let me take a minute, though, and tell you about something good. You can have this uh, goodness in your life. Raycon. Here's another thing that has come along that I can't imagine life without it now. Now that we have it, I can't imagine ever unhaving it again. These Raycon uh, earphones are fantastic. <laughs> I, I just love them. You got to get yourself a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds because they make all the difference. You get really crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other mm. premium ba- brands. It's like half the price of the Apple, and they're more comfortable, and they sound just as good, if not better, and they don't fall out of your ears, and they're not dangling down from your ears nice, either. Nice. They look great. They feel even better, and they come in a range of really cool colors. Raycon right now is offering 15% off all their products for my listeners. And here's all you have to do to get in on it. Go to buyraycon.com slash gray. B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N. Buyraycon.com slash gray. And you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. It's such a good deal. You might want to grab a pair for yourself and, and a spare for somebody else. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash gray. Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, people talking about homeschool here. Um, from our discussion earlier, let's talk to Sue in Illinois. Hey, you're on the blaze. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, they sent home a release from the high school because my grandson's going to be in high school, and I'm his guardian. And mm. um, they wanted to sign this release that they could go see the nurse at the clinic at school well you have to read this fine print at the bottom because you're signing them from now until they're 18 years old and um then it says due to privacy they can't tell you what's discussed or what's like if your kid has something even like a sexual disease you wouldn't even be no because you'll be clueless as a parent mm-hmm. and the school is not the parent i am Exactly. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Sue. Yeah, that's the issue. And they believe that they have. Uh, we, In fact, we had an educator. Was it the head of the NEA a few years ago that said, like, they're co-parents or something with the hmm. with, Amer- with the uh, actual parents? Uh, uh, n- no. I'm going to say no. It's And it's that. more insidious than this. Once you convince the kids that they don't answer to just their parents, but to the government with the schools as an extension of that, they mm-hmm. just they grow up as adults thinking they're always supposed to look to the government as a parent. Allie in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm a homeschooling mom. We've been homeschooling for nine years, and I heard you talking about it, and I just wondered if you had any questions, maybe, or thoughts you know anything you want to know 
Uh, well, no. Uh, we're sort of done with our homeschooling experience, uh, but it lasted 23 years, so I, th- I think we're pretty well-versed. Keith, you're still homeschooling. You yeah. Any questions uh, Allie, for Allie? Allie, would you not uh, tell someone who's thinking about getting mm-hmm. into this, or maybe they're frustrated starting out, you get into a pattern, you get into a routine, it takes some time, it's it's a big adjustment, but eventually it, it, it turns out just fine, right? It does. I think you really have to approach it as a lifestyle of learning. Mm-hmm. You have to know that Maybe your maybe both parents work. Yeah, I have a part time job. My husband works full time. Um, we just we we learn when we can. It doesn't have to happen Monday through Friday from eight to three, August to June. Like, right? You don't mm-hmm. have to be stuck in that schedule. It's true. You can do it at, at your own schedule, and oftentimes appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Allie. Because it's one on one or one to two or you know maybe one to six. However many kids you have, it's going to be. A better proportion than they have in the public schools. Yeah. Or one on, you know, 200 or whatever. Could do it in the evenings. And nobody cares like you do. So you're going to make sure that your par- that your kids get the information and the education that they deserve, right? Who's who's going to be more invested in that than their parents? Uh, Brian in Utah. Uh, you're on the blaze. Mr. Pat, how are you today? Doing good. Uh, okay. Ke- Kexi, kudos to you, by the way. Thank you. Had an opportunity to meet one of your wonderful family members at the front desk. Oh, good. Um, Hey, I wanted to to let you know I was following up on the NEA's uh, commitment on Agenda or Item 39 uh, plus A. was both adopted, and they were focused on uh, bringing equity back to the schools and mm. focusing on, uh, you know, they, that they had pledged to, to have CRT in the schools. Uh, it turns oh, out that the, uh, the NEA completely scrubbed the site, but luckily we have the archived uh, page shot of it. And just reading through it is just absolutely terrifying as, as to their commitment to shout down or, or fight against any anybody that's critical of critical race theory. Yeah. My question is, and this is what I don't understand about conservatives, we allow the Democrats, the liberals at the time, to create the, the, the most racist group in the world, the KKK, and then just because Strom Thurmond decides to become a Republican, all of a sudden all Republicans are the racists and associated with the KKK. Yeah. It's like a complete flip. Now yeah. they've done it again. Yep. The, the, the liberals, the the, the the Democrats, everybody, every progressive has been in, in charge of our school system. And now everybody's griping about the fact that, hey, why are we so racist in our school system? Yeah, for, exactly right. For how long? Thanks a lot, Brian. Appreciate it. We've got uh, something fantastic coming up. Interview with... Greg Wrightstone. Stone coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. 888 Uh Really excited to have in studio with us now Gregory Wrightstone, who wrote the book Inconvenient Facts, the science that Al Gore doesn't want you to know about. So good. You might remember uh, some of the controversy over this because Apple removed your, you put up a really cool. Uh, smartphone like, app. Yeah, smartphone, smartphone app, app. And they removed it, right? right. Because, yeah. well, we think it's because it had information they don't want shared. <laughs> but what did they claim? It exactly. was content or something? 
Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. I, I rolled it out on the Glenn Beck show, mm-hmm. and we had fifteen thousand downloads of the of the smartphone app within twenty four or forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and it just exploded the popularity. Two days later. Uh, after on being on Glenn Beck's show, they took it. Apple removed it from the App Store. They said it lacked compelling content. <laughs> it was like, and, and, well, okay. I went, I went, I looked at the other climate change apps that they had out there that were, you know, claiming catastrophe. Yeah. Well, these look like failed middle school science fair projects. Well, yeah, but that's compelling content, Gregory. <laughs> yeah, that's compelling content. Uh, it, it is back up, and if you, you can good. get it by looking for inconvenient facts on either Google Play or the App Store. Uh, great, great information. Very easily readable charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can have that. That way you can have all this information in the palm of your hand. That way, if you're if you're uh, having dinner with your crazy nephew Billy, mm-hmm. and, and Billy says, "Hey, uh, Uncle Pat, did you know polar bears are going extinct?" and you could pull this out and you go, "Well, wait a minute, Billy. Nice. Here's mm-hmm. chart number fifty-two showing sixty years of population of polar bears. Yeah, and." and and that's the power that you have with this information in your hands. Yeah, because people confront you with that stuff all the time. That They just regurgitate after hearing on CNN. Uh, and it's almost always false information. Like frequency and intensity of hurricanes going up uh, and continuing to go up. And tornado activity is at record high levels, which is completely untrue. In fact, May was a record low level for tornadoes. But I understand you just kind of been through both a hur- hurricane... And a tornado recently? Yeah, we've got. Uh, I don't know, my apartment in Arlington, Virginia. Arlington got hit by a tornado, and we had flooding into my apartment. Yet last week, we just bought a new home in Tampa, and we just got hit and by a hurricane. The hurricane came, the hurricane came through. So, uh, it's, so you're being chased by yeah, global warming. I don't know right if you now. want me here. This wow, morning. that is. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Uh, you know, we also had the infrastructure bill that has some ridiculous things in it to key climate related components. Um, it's being called drastic cuts, but uh, wh- what have you what what have you seen from the infrastructure bill and the climate change uh, sections in it? There's still a lot of money going into this, uh, not nearly as much as their first bill uh, had. It seemed like everything that was re- everything nearly everything was related to climate change in some manner, whether mm-hmm. it was transportation, uh, refurbishing buildings. A cap and trade system all of these things but from my viewpoint what i see i see that the modest warming that we've seen since 1900 eight tenths of a degree centigrade of warming that's not alarming to me that warming combined with increasing co2 is leading to an earth and its ecosystems that are thriving and prospering yeah we're growing more food which uh, seems good to me. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, actually, we're breaking records year after year after year. We're, there's mm-hmm. no end in sight for crop growth records. And and think about it. With warming temperatures, and we are in a warming trend, that means we have lengthened growing seasons. Right. And that's turbocharged uh, by what's called CO2 fertilization effect. More CO2. You remember back in middle school, you learned that with photosynthesis. There's one of the, the mm-hmm. basic building blocks for plant growth. And with more CO2, it's turbocharging plant growth. Uh, And that's one of the main reasons we're seeing just these great increases of crop growth. Uh, As far as this infrastructure bill, it has $7.5 billion set aside for EV stations. Uh, which are powered right now by (laughs) diesel fuel. Do we have that tweet, Rob? Yeah, show that if you have it, Rob. Okay, there it is. The story on this one 
what what is it how, how many miles per gallon does it actually get i think uh, uh it's five five five, five miles, miles per- to the gallon <laughs> because you know you're powering the electricity with the diesel <laughs> and uh it seems a little bit counterproductive yeah. uh so anyway these these kinds of foolhardy solutions just keep going around in washington what can what can we do to affect a positive change uh, uh look let's Stick with what we have until we find a better alternative. Exactly. Just let's just look about the the, the hurricane that hit this Florida this year. Well, if you're if we're going to full electric vehicles, think about this. They they claim that they get 150 or whatever the mileage uh, in range, mm-hmm. but that's cut significantly in both cold weather if you're using your heater yep. or in hot weather if you're using your air conditioning. Think about now we've got three million people fleeing a hurricane in their electric vehicles. They're all going to need to charge about the same point, uh, and they're only going to probably be able to get eighty or ninety miles from their their home base. Uh, it's just crazy to think that we can do this. It's it's really unbelievable. Uh, over was it over the weekend when Brian Stelter did his segment? Um, yeah, he had he had David Wallace Wells. David on, Wallace Wells was was the right. catastrophic uh, author of of a book. Uh, he claimed that there were ten million climate change related deaths per year. He called it, he said it was it, akin wor- to the Holocaust. Yeah, worse than the Holocaust every year. The ten million. <laughs> My and it's, gosh, how did get so away it, with this? But it flies talk. in the face of the science, the facts, and the data. We know extreme weather related deaths have declined. They have an increase. They've declined, get this, 99% since the early 1900s. 99% decrease in extreme weather-related deaths. Now, a lot, of that, a lot of that has to do with better prediction. You know, oh, be, be careful. Yes, get, you get can the warn ba- them sooner. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's completely flies in the face, completely opposite of what they are claiming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see that uh, te- cold weather, cold temperatures kill 20 times, 15 to 20 times as many people as hot weather. Uh, so we can claim by that global warming saves lives because as you raise temperatures, you're going to have fewer cold-related deaths. Incredible. Uh, speaking of the of the heat uh, and heat-related deaths, they're claiming – I don't know how many they're saying happened in the Pacific Northwest recently, but now um, these experts, climate scientists, 27 of them, are saying that the Canadian heat wave and the heat wave that we just had in the Northwest is virtually impossible without climate change. Well, that's just factually not correct. They're claiming, let's just give them credit. Let's say we've gotten two degrees of warming based on climate change. In 120 years. Right. Yeah. Well, that can't explain an odd 30 to 50 degree record of temperature okay maybe instead of 30 degrees over the record without their so-called climate change it would have been 28 degrees over the record well this this was an extreme weather event so they're conflating weather they're mistaking weather with climate Mm -hmm. uh yet you you know for sure if it was 30 degrees below the record low temperature they would they'd be completely science silent about that or they would use that yeah. as, as, as proof, proof. As climate proof. chaos that's exactly what they do yeah. they have the nerve to to take both sides of the issue if it's incredibly hot that's climate change and if it's incredibly cold that's climate change yeah. we actually saw uh recently was it yesterday, yesterday. Or the day before yeah we had a video yeah. yesterday we had a video uh where they found newspaper articles from 1859 
where it hit 133 degrees. In the same areas that, the that same area. they have the heat wave last week. In 1859, birds were dropping out of trees dead. It was so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to, we, we can, again, they're looking at a very small range of, uh, of, of time frame here. They, they liked what they, they, I'm what I said, the catastrophists, I call them, the fear mongers. Mm. They want to only look at the last 50 or 80 or 100 years of data. And as a geologist, I put this in the what's happening today in the much longer term perspective. Remember I said we were in a warming trend? Well, mm-hmm. that warming trend started more than 300 years ago, long before we started adding mm. s- prodigious amounts of CO2 to the atmosphere. Uh, that was in the depths of what was called the Little Ice Age, the horrific Little Ice Age. It's thought to be one of the coldest periods of on Earth in the last 10,000 years and occurred over th- a little over 300 years ago. So the warming trend we're in right now is bl- blissfully bringing us out of that, that death-dealing cold of the Little Ice Age. It was thought during that period, one-third of the entire population of the Earth perished, half of the population of Iceland perished. In fact, uh, they were considering abandoning all of Iceland at that po- time due to the extreme cold. And we know what happened to the Vikings during that time. They disappeared, never to be heard from again on Greenland. What do you What do you say to the people who continually just throw out f- things like uh, the hurricanes are more intense and more frequent, tornadoes more intense and more frequent, wildfires burning down California and Australia? That wouldn't happen without climate change. How do you respond to those? Well, we again, I look at the science, the facts, and the data. I go back and, I, for, for example, fires. Fires in North America, believe it or not, based on the uh, National Interagency Fire Service, which deals with all things fire in North America and the United States, we've had a significant decline in both the area and the number of fires dating back uh, to the early 1900s. A decline. A decline. We're right now about 25% of the number and area burned during that time. It's a, it's, it completely flies in the face. Yes, 2020 was a bad year in California. Uh, there are a lot of things that went into that. You, for, for fire seasons to be bad, you need two things. You need drought and you need an intense heat wave. And you need a spark. You need an ignition source. Uh, but if we put this in the long-term perspective, we've seen that not only just in the United States, but worldwide, we've seen a significant decline in fires worldwide in both area burned and number. And we see to- tornadoes for sure have been in decline mm-hmm. over the last several decades. That's that's clear and stark. Record-setting uh, lack of tornadoes yeah. in May. Um, we're speaking with Gregory Wrightstone, author of Inconvenient Facts. We'll uh, talk to him a little bit more coming up in a minute. First, let me tell you about Real Estate Agents I Trust. Real Estate Agents I Trust, it's, it's Glenn's company. He put this together because he had such a bad experience with selling his home in Connecticut. And it went on and on and on. And so his home value dropped precipitously. And so he wanted that not to happen to you. And he put together this group uh, of agents across the across the nation. They vet them very carefully for their track records and for their marketing plans. And these are people who n- know what they're doing and will see you through the whole process. Somebody can really count on, thus the name, Real Estate Agents I Trust. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. 
Um, so mainly, where are you now after having written Inconvenient Facts? Is there a website that people can find you at? And yeah, I'm, I'm, I've I've been a little bit of transition. I've 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 actually. I, my mission is to get these this the science and the facts that's actually happening about climate change out there. Mm-hmm. And part of this, uh, I recently took over as executive director for the CO2 Coalition in Arlington, Virginia. <laughs> and I'm leading – this is a group of scientists, 70 of some of the top scientists in the world. 70? 70 top oh, okay. scientists. They're what about people. the consensus that uh, everybody believes it's catastrophic <laughs> yeah. and happening yeah. right now? That's, that's – huh. Yeah, well, well, these these guys, they're people like Dr. Richard Lindzen, atmospheric oh, yeah. physicist yeah. out of MIT. Our chair is Will Happer, atmospheric physicist out of Princeton. Uh, we've got Dr. Patrick Moore, the co-founder of Greenpeace. All of these people sit on our board, uh, and we're, we're fighting this. And again, this group, we stick to the science and try and stay out of the politics. That's and, hard to do. And it is hard to do in this subject. Uh, we want to rise above it and pro- yeah. provide the, the actual true science out there. And it's it's great working with these people. Uh, and so we're using that as a new platform to get this this information. Really, it's a, it's a positive message of an earth that's thriving and prospering. And humanity's benefiting from the, the, the changes we see in climate change. It's stark. By almost every metric we look at, we see the earth Earth's ecosystems thriving and prospering, and it's completely. Your your listeners are going, "What? They've never heard that before." Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they had if, if they they've heard me or had, when you've had another guest on, uh, but it's it's really. I call it the biggest untold story of the late 20th and early 21st century. It's this earth that's thriving and prospering. And because we can look at it, the earth is greening. In other words, vegetation's increasing. Uh, up to 50% of the earth's surface has an increase in vegetation. Less than 4% of the earth's surface is what they call browning mm-hmm. or desertif. In other words, it's vegetation's deep. That's a great Becoming trade-off. Desert. That's a great trade-off. I'll take I would that. think so, yeah. I take that any day of the week. And that's yeah. exemplified by what we talked about earlier with is crop growth, which is exploding. Another good thing. Meanwhile, the alarmists are always saying the opposite, that the earth is in uh, catastrophic failure where uh, there's, there's drought and fires and hurricanes and tornadoes uh, like, like the world has never seen before. And every single year, come what may, they tell you it was the hottest year we've ever experienced. Uh, wh- what do you say to those people? Yeah, well, they're using every anything that goes bad, any cata- catastrophe, they're tying it to climate change. Uh, we just saw that in the condo collapse. Jennifer yeah, Granholm. That, that's Jennifer, climate change. Yeah, it was Jennifer Granholm, energy secretary, blamed it on climate change. And it's it's patently false. It just is that is just not true. I mean, I looked at Miami's sea level rise record. The sea level is rising today at the same rate it was 120 years ago. There's mm-hmm. been no increase, no acceleration due to to any any man-made influences. And uh, are we is last year the last decade warmer than the year uh, warmer in history well mm-hmm. if your history level if your history only goes back to 1800 or 1850 or 1900 that would be true because if remember we say we're warming mm-hmm. well, so the most recent temperatures would be higher but if we put this in the long-term perspective uh that's just not true we saw 
three other great warming periods over the last four or five thousand years that were warmer than today and remember too they say oh my god we can't let it get a degree and a half or two degrees warmer or we're going to have crop failure plants are, are going to die and we're all going to die and, and famine well, what happened what happened in the past over the last five thousand years when it did get that warm i'll tell you what happened civilizations rose up great empires arose uh, there was a reason the romans wore togas it was really warm and it was that was a time of great prosperity yeah. and it was much warmer we know for a fact it was much warmer than than today and and the, the fact of the matter is it was the cooling periods between each of these warm periods that were horrific they were catastrophic and what we found when it started mm-hmm. cooling consistently we saw crop failure famine pestilence and mass depopulation it's a completely opposite of what we're being told we're being told that we're going to die because it's getting too warm history if we look back through climate history and human history just the opposite has occurred do you have a hard time getting on say cnn or shows where you know they'd be more confrontational yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that call. No, yeah. they, and in fact, <laughs> they, do, they don't want to talk about it, do they? They don't want the truth to be told. Yeah, and in fact, in that CNN interview, they had their uh, content provider, whatever her net title, I forget what her title is. She was on, she stated that we need to tie everything we can to climate change and we don't need to interview any experts. And so she stated that, and they don't want us. They need to silence people like me and the scientists of the CO2 coalition. Forget that they don't want us to get our message out there. And I'll tell you what, I'm I'm an optimist. I think that the great population that we see here in the United States, I think there's an overwhelming percentage that have great skepticism and doubt about this link between man-made warming and catastrophism. Uh, I just just about every random people like person I talk to are just thirsty for this information. The information that's in the book and on my on the smartphone app, they're thirsty for it when I talk to them about it, and they accept it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just people. I, I think they're overreaching with this, Pat. And I think when they're Hope tying right. when they're tying condo collapses <laughs> to climate change, <laughs> right. I mean. That's an overreach. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're contradicting themselves. They used to continually say when we would say, "Look, it's thirty five below zero th- this week in in Haver, Montana." Uh, well, don't confuse weather with climate. But now they do the the exact exactly. same thing every summer, every yeah, summer. Exactly, and nobody would know it. But South America and the Southern Hemisphere just experienced a tremendous cold. Cold. It's their winter now. It's our summer here. Uh, they had a huge cold snap that was as much as mm. 20 degrees. They broke records all, all uh, mo- most over uh, uh, S- uh, South America and up into Central America. Uh, but again, that's the, again when I looked at that, it was being blamed on climate change. <laughs> so this huge cold snap across South America, uh, the, the cold snap in France earlier this year again was being it, it destroyed maybe 80 percent of the French wine crops. Uh, and it was blamed on climate change. It's pretty hard to win this um, discussion when the other side uh, claims victory no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. When they're on both both sides of the issue and both both extremes are due to climate change. Well, how do you argue with that? What do you do with that? Yeah. I, I think you throw it up, you make fun of them uh, when we can. And it's pretty easy to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, they're, and they, they don't have much of a sense of humor. No, I can tell you sure. that. No, uh, that's for sure. And more long term, I think this ties back to earlier conversation we had here on the program is you homeschool and you make sure that mm. your kids aren't 
taught this propaganda on a daily basis. And I think the tweet that came in uh, earlier spoke volumes when we showed the uh, the Pride Month calendar of things mm-hmm. they're doing in that classroom. Oh, I missed the simpler times when we just indoctrinated our kids on climate change. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got a at the CO2 Coalition, we've just launched a, an initiative about that to deal with that an education initiative mm. and oh, that's excellent we've that's we've, what we need we do we do we realize it's going to be a tough road to hoe and probably can't get into the public schools but we can target our message put out a science-based message uh to the homeschoolers oh keep us and, updated and, on that and that's great. i think there's a great market for that uh, we're creating our first video we're, we're we're teaming up with a group out of brazil called intellectos uh, it's a similar science-based group down there. They're trying to get the message out about the rainforest and what's actually happening in the rainforest. The uh, woman we work with there, which is, you can't, you can't burn a rainforest. All right, okay. there's a reason it's called the rainforest because it's really wet. It, and it so, rains. Right, yeah. you can cut it down and then burn it. All right, right. but it's and most of the fires in the that we see down in the so-called rainforest are really grasslands that they burn burn off every year. And it's part of the things they've been doing for decades, mm-hmm. uh, actually hundreds of years down there. Uh, so it's pretty funny. She just laughs about it. Uh, and the other, what was that, two, three years ago when they had the, the big fires that were happening uh, in and near the rainforest, and they claimed that uh, 20% of the world's oxygen came from the rainforest? Well, that's a good story if you're on their side, but it's just not true. <laughs> it's just not true. It's just not true. And that's what they're right. talking about. They have their... Their scientists have looked into that, and it's really, if anything, it's probably a net sink. In other words, there's probably a negative effect that the trees are actually sucking up more, and the forest there is mm. is actually a negative, slightly, but not much. But it's certainly not as it's being presented as the lungs of the world right. is what they were calling it. <laughs> yes, and it was like, uh, that was the that was the terminology, lungs of lungs the world. Of the world. Uh, as you guys develop uh, at the co2 coalition this this kind of educational materials to combat this kind of climate nonsense propaganda please make sure that you keep me in the loop on that because i know that this audience will eat that up well i tell you what i'm going to come back i'm going to hold you to that because we've we've got some really excited really smart people that are working on this that'd be great and you guys could help us get that out there we'd love to We, we really would uh meantime where where can people get the what is the uh, app called and and they can get it pretty much anywhere now right yeah uh, Google Play App Store it just okay. l- search for inconvenient back on Apple right search for inconvenient facts everybody listening and again it's got all kinds of facts that you can refute the nonsense coming from the other side exactly right? exactly yeah. and and you can go to uh, inconvenientfacts.xyz to learn more about me and the book okay but the my main gig right now is the co2 coalition which you can learn at co2coalition.org if right. you're looking to do something you could we take donations i want i want to get our message out there at the thanks CO2 gregory coalition. uh next see you on the glenn beck program 